0: Lock Talk Radio.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone, to our fourth episode of Enterprise Life Radio. I am your host, Kenyatta Tidwell. I am your host and coach. And today we are going to have live coaching on the call today. So I'm so excited. You are joining us at Enterprise Life Radio, where we are bringing you everyday people doing extraordinarily amazing things. We're talking about topics on families, fun, and funds, enterprise, parenthood, and entrepreneurship. So we are so excited today that you all are joining us. And um, first of all, I wanted to talk to you about what it is to live an enterprising life what it means to be enterprising. When I came up with the title Enterprise Life and Enterprise Coach, I was thinking about what it means to actually enterprise. And it took me back to something my mother brought me to. I don't know if you all remember, but Star uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the Starship Enterprise, um, boldly going where no – you has ever gone before that's what enterprise life means that's what it means to live an enterprising life and that is why i am boldly standing behind why everyone should try and everyone should take their part and everyone should do their part to live an enterprising life so today we're like i said we're taking um your live calls today and i do believe believe we have our first caller on the line so Uh, Welcome, welcome, everyone. If you want to call in and ask a question, the telephone number to do that is 646-668-2725. You can listen live on that line. If you'd like to ask a question, hit the number 1, and it'll raise your hand. I'll be able to see it, and then I'll go on ahead and bring you online. So welcome, everyone. Let's go on ahead and get to our first caller. Hello, caller. You're on Enterprise Life Radio. What's your name and where are you calling from?
0: Uh, my name's Max Adams, and I'm calling from Huntsville, Alabama.
1: Well, hi, Max. We're so happy How you came you? to join us on the call today. You are our first caller, so I'm excited for you. How can I support you today?
0: Um, Actually, I was on the website, and I um, was, you know, paying for some advice and decided to call.
1: Awesome. What question do you have for me?
0: Uh, well, all right, I have two questions. Uh, the first one is so I believe that I have useful ideas for large companies, but I'm not in the position to you know, present those ideas. I was wondering how would I place myself in those types of positions? Like, I'm sure you know, the college staff is, is but what exactly should I do after that, you know?
1: Okay, so let me get your question right. You are looking to position yourself with some large companies in order to increase your exposure and, I guess, gain a, a really lucrative position. Is that, is that correct? Yes,
0: ma'am. Okay. Yes,
1: ma'am. So, first things first, what um, are the skills or what is the position that you're looking for?
0: Well, so right now I'm actually looking for, you know, like uh experiences in some investment positions. Not exactly sure what the specific positions would be. And that's I guess what I'm asking really you know, what what positions should I be looking out for? What what are some some of those titles? Because like I said, this is this is just the question. If I'm looking to be a part of a large company and, you know, I guess be part of their investment teams, you know, See how they operate, and you know, see how I could better my life, investing myself. How could I? How could I make that into a business, basically? I guess uh, if there is a business for that at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, and that's a great question. Thank you for asking that. So, just to recap, Max Adams has called in from Alabama, and he's asking the question of positioning himself for a position in. Um, some type of uh, investing capacity. So, um, actually, that that's a good question, and it actually goes along with a program that I'm launching soon, Seven Steps to Choose Education and Career for You. And it details, step-by-step, each that you would take, as well as how to volunteer, volunteer work, everyone that's listening, volunteer work is viable experience to put on your resume. So if we start there, if you wanted to do some, Um, get in on the ground floor of investing, you would basically hunt out, do some research as far as what investment firms attract your attention.
0: All right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm taking notes now. These links are great. Thank you.
1: (laughs) After you have done that research, then you would look around to see if they have any junior programs you know, some some corporations actually have education track programs where they'll bring you on in the company and let you matriculate as they are teaching you the ropes. Um, so that option, as well as looking to see what volunteer opportunities are available within your selected firms, checking out to see what smaller firms are in your area, um, can check with... Your local colleges, if you're affiliated with any local college, that's a good place to start as well um there's several several different ways, but it always starts with a good Google search, find out who <laughs> your target companies are in your area, and then All right. move on there
0: um, this is great, actually. this is wonderful. I've been doing a, a bit of research myself the last couple of days, and um. I I you know, I've been coming to the conclusion that I need to know a little bit more about business and, you know, how, how things work. So I did Google and what I searched up was, you know, uh how to form a business plan. And I actually I went through all of the the um uh the I guess topics or whatever and I have them like, in my notes if you'll give me a Um Oh, Apologize. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like um, there's the uh, I think I think maybe a couple more, you know, like maybe eight, eight or so. Uh, but anyways, uh, they are executive summary and um, actually it's, there's there's uh, steps to making a business plan and you know I went through and you know I, I took notes and I had all the uh, the different ways of I mean not different ways but the uh, the format, I guess, of a business plan and what it should look like. And, you know, I looked up, you know, sample business plans and I have them on my computer and, you know, I've been looking through them. And what, what I came to, because you said, if I'm looking to, you know, be a part of these firms and, you know, I figured I'd have to ask someone and I'd eventually get there. So if I were to present myself, you know, ready for these types of positions and I were to make a business then, you know, you know, I guess sell myself to them, what what kind of what kind of advice could you give me on that? Like what, what kind of input? And if I mean for my first business plan technically, because I mean when I was a kid, you know, I told like, you know, stuff at school or stuff like that. Like like sodas at school or candy or whatever, but it it wasn't, you know, a business layout. It wasn't, you know, steps in a form, you know going through and, uh-huh. and comparing competitors well, to the market and all this other stuff. And, yeah, it's just, it's just asking for a little the bit of I
1: about that. Here, here is a tool for you. Number one, no matter how many business plans you have, basically you take out the portions, the one that works the best for you. You can kind of meld them all into one business plan. Most business plans have the exact same um that you need in order to build from. Now, are you building a business, or is this actually a plan for your life? Because a business plan and a personal action plan are two totally different things. Both are essential, but in different ways. So a business plan would actually help you. A business plan, nuts and bolts, breaking everything down, is basically a document that has all of the important criteria and components together in a story-like paragraph format with charts and graphs and um, your all of your financial data as well as projections from three to five years, and that information will be available for you to take to a loan or a bank in order to get a loan so that they can back you and you can basically fund your dream, right? An action plan for your life has different categories because it takes into account different aspects and facets of your personality and your character, and then it maps out where you want to go and why it puts your goals into place, and then the position or the career or your own business kind of ties into that. It's the secondary portion because when you're dealing with life first, you have to take care of you first, and that's one of my – most important values you have to take care of you first your business is a reflection of you therefore you have to make sure that you are solid in everything that you need to do so did that answer your question
0: all right yeah yeah i think i understand what you're saying um, so okay. then i guess the well question would be, this. Oh, all right
1: let's do this because i have another caller and i wanted to make sure i spread the love Um, You can get in contact with me because I do have a complimentary 15-minute strategy session that is available to those that are calling in. So I wanted to thank you for calling and welcome you and also extend that opportunity to you. So make sure you visit my website at www.theenterprisecoach.org, O-R-G, and make sure you Mm -hmm. sign up for my mailing list. When you do that, that'll also qualify you for a 15 minute complimentary strategy session. And getting closer to the end of the show, if you do have another question, I welcome you to call back in and I'll go ahead and address whatever I can. But I wanted to thank you so much. Those questions were awesome.
0: All right, you're welcome. Hope you have a great time for the show.
1: All right, thank you. Thank you so much, caller. You are on the line with Enterprise Life Radio. If you could state your name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Venus Henderson-Hughes, and I'm calling from Mesa, Arizona. Oh, Hello, Venus. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. How can I be of support to you? So I've been wondering, you know, I know we we've had the pleasure of working in the past, but I know that I don't fit in just your regular mode, and I want to know what can I do to sort of make everything work with regard to H3P, Henderson Hughes Health Partners, and VHU's Consulting, because we've been trying to sort of put it in everybody's mode, and I realized recently that we don't fit everybody's mode. We we sort of do our own thing. So in, in building something like a nonprofit or a for-profit business, how do you know when you don't fit in a mold? I guess that's that's my question for you. All right. Well, once again, I want to thank you for calling in. As Venus mentioned, she is a former and a renewing client of mine, so I want to welcome her to call in and share her question and get some additional feedback. So, part of entrepreneurship is that you don't fit in the mold.
0: Mm-hmm. There's no
1: mold. You are the mold. So okay. That's okay. The The main thing that you want to do is beat your path.
0: hmm
1: Okay? So you have um, Henderson Hughes Health Partners, and you have – wait, you have Henderson – oh, yeah, and then you have the consultancy. Yes. Yeah. So one does one thing – the other does something else. Your consultancy is a service that you provide on behalf of someone, meaning you're doing the work. Right. henderson Hewitt Health Partners is where you are providing a service on behalf of someone. So basically you are delivering information, but you're not necessarily doing the work. You're speaking and presenting and that like. With mm-hmm. the consultancy, you're actually creating systems and putting programs in place. Now, I'm speaking right. in depth because like I said, we uh, Venus and I have a rapport, so I already know about her situation, but in any type of coaching arena, just so that everyone knows as you're listening, um, you would need to do background delving into each individual person's situation to be able to gather this depth and breadth of knowledge that I'm sharing already. So we're basically taking her from the point that she is and bringing her forward. So basically what you want to do is use each separately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One can feed the other, meaning your consultancy will be able to fund your nonprofit, but in the aspect of program, you want to build those separately because each has a separate target market. hmm you're not worried about fitting into the mold because that's what entrepreneurship is about. You're beating your own path,
0: right. and you're searching
1: for those people that are in need of your services from that avenue. Does that make sense? It does. I was when I said about the mold, I was talking about you know how people get stuck with social media, and I know social media has been an issue for me, especially. But when it comes down to the, the, I guess, the the pattern with social media, you you have a tendency or I have a tendency to get stuck because, you know, I think the the formula is like three posts, at least three posts a day and all that. And I think that my thinking in it is if I have something really poignant to say, I'm going to say it so it may go beyond the three posts. You know, so I guess I'm looking at that whole, Where do you find your perfect niche, if you will, with stuff like that, social media or newsletters or things like that? I don't think that I sort of fit in a three um, blog post a day or whatever, a week or what have you. I think when there's information to share, we share it. And if there isn't anything, I don't want to sort of grasp that straw to just put something out there. Now that I'm glad you said that, Vinish, because social media is one of my is one of my hot topics as well. There's something that I'm working to to get up to where it needs to be. So I'm just gonna be transparent in that because, you know, social media really can be a hugely useful tool in helping you to build and gain exposure as well as attracting potential clientele. Now, with that being said, consistency. Consistency is always key. So whatever you're Mm -hmm. doing, you want to create a schedule that works with you that you'll be able to sit, try it so many times, just get out there and do once-a-day posts when I was creating my articles and things um, Mm -hmm. on my WordPress blog, and it did not work. So I just recently, actually, I'm doing this this week, and just so that you all know, uh, Venus is actually one of my VIP clients. So she gets all of this in-depth training and we go step-by-step step through the processes with her,
0: mm-hmm. in helping
1: her to build her brand and establish her position within the community. So, Venus, one thing that I just did this week is created a content calendar, okay? Ah. So, it starts with you. What do you feel comfortable with? How often do you feel you could commit and maintain that commitment of publishing, creating and posting, creating, posting, and publishing, um, whatever content it is that you are delivering.
0: Well, so it you would depends start with something which,
1: like that. It depends on which side of the fence I'm on. You know, uh, with uh, H3P, you know, that's public health in itself, and there's always information with regard to public health. So that side will probably but move a lot line- faster But the again, it still goes, when when you're looking at maintaining your focus, Uh it still goes, you operate both of them separately. So if you're operating both of them separately, they're coming from one particular avenue, meaning like when I do my posts, I have uh, Coach Kenyatta on Twitter, for instance. Uh I have Enterprise Coach on Facebook, and I also have – coach kenyatta on linkedin i have separate posting schedules for each okay because you have two separate businesses you wouldn't have to melt the two you just create a content calendar that you feel that you could be comfortable and consistent with delivering on those platforms and for those separate businesses Okay. If you want to keep them together as far as making sure that once you post to one, you're actually posting for the other one as well, that's your choice mm-hmm. and your decision to make because you want to be comfortable and consistent. Okay. if one you're able make to find one. more information for and you feel like you're able to do more posting for that, then you would set a calendar that has more frequent posts. For the other one, okay. it might require that you do a little bit more research, a little bit more in-depth, Searching on more additional topics that you can write on and produce content with and then create okay. a calendar out of that. But the well, most important part homework. is that you're to make sure that you consistent. The I have some consistency homework. Is- yes. You know we love homework. Yes. yes, I love homework. Uh- <laughs> Let me let me put in a plug right here. If there are those out there that are listening and you'd like to call in with a question, please do so, 646-668-2725. When you call in, you would hit option one, and I'll go on ahead and I'll see you. I'll bring you on live if you have questions for me.
0: <clears throat>
1: so I want to thank Venus for coming on, as well as Max for asking those questions. Um. This is really, we've had some phenomenal questions thus far. Uh, And it just gives us an opportunity to see how easy it is to enterprise our lives. It's basically, enterprise is just, like I said before, it's boldly going where no you has gone before. It's allowing you to step outside yourself and try something new and something different. It allows you to expand your reach, to expand your mental um, parameters so that you're able to attract more to you. It's time for you to do more living. That's what enterprise life is all about. And entrepreneurship is the exact same thing. Life and business can go hand in hand. It works best when they do. Now, of course, we do need a break sometimes in between. Definitely we have to make sure that we are doing that self-care because we have to be at our utmost best in order for our business to function at our utmost best, at its utmost best. So it goes hand-in-hand. You have to take care of you in order to have a thriving and growing business. So I just wanted to thank those callers that were able to call in. I really, really appreciated the questions that were asked thus far. Um, And I also wanted to talk a little bit about passion and purpose. Uh, When Venus called in, uh, she was sharing that she has a, a consultancy that she's working on building, as well as a nonprofit, both of those companies grew out of a passion that she had that was deep-rooted from her life experience. A lot of the times our businesses will come from past experiences. Some might even come from painful experiences. Um, Some might come from just a simple, satisfying love and joy for doing a specific thing that's how I came into coaching I have been coaching for over 13 years but I didn't even know that's what it was that I was doing one of my clients who is a very good friend of mine actually gave me the title she said you know what you are you're a life coach I was like what's that and I started researching and that's how I found my passion I'm a student of counseling I'm also a student of psychology um, I do have my MBA, and all of those tools, all of that educational background, all of that experience are all things that I use in order to enhance my clients' lives. I eat, sleep, and drink coaching. It's everything to me. Uh, one of the things that people will ask you and that one of the questions that I will ask you if you have an opportunity or take the opportunity to take advantage of my 15-minute complimentary strategy session is what would you do, thing that you would do even if you didn't get paid for it, regardless of whether you got paid for it or not, what is that thing that you would do in life? Some people know that question. The answer to that question, some people do not. That's where my, my skills come in. I help evaluate. I help dig down to find hidden skills and abilities. I also help to think through processes and and create programs. I also help those that are really, really serious about venturing out into the world of entrepreneurship and, and having more freedom and flexibility in their lives. I help them come up with a way to do that with very little or no cash out of pocket. There are so many ways that you can get your business up and running even with the situation that you are in right now. So that's one of the ways, just one of the ways that you can live an enterprising life. Now, I'm also a parent. I'm a mother of three. I say I have a teen, a tween, and a pot. So I have a lot of experience paving a path to entrepreneurship and doing what I love while I have my children in tow. No matter what it is, you can do what you want to do if you will only believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, everything is possible to you. Don't believe me? There are plenty of books out there on the market that will reinforce exactly what I'm saying. Need some additional verbal reinforcement? Give me a call. I'm live every Sunday at 530 right here, six four six 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 eight two seven two five. If you need additional encouragement to your email bin, you can sign up for my mailing list via my website, www.theenterprisecoach.org. I am always available. One of the things that I really, really enjoy doing is supporting. I had a client that called me today, and they were going through some things, and I hadn't heard from them in a while. And when they finally called me today, the one thing that they said, they said, thanks, Coach, for not giving up on me. I know I disappeared, but thanks for not giving up on me, and that's the most important thing in my coaching business. I want to be there for you to support you in your growth. No matter what happens, that's what you need in order to keep your business moving forward. So that was a little topic about passion and entrepreneurship. That was also a little topic about parenting. We still have a few minutes left. If anyone wanted to call in, the number is 646-668-2725, 668 2725 to seven, to five. So another thing that I wanted to just speak about just briefly is purpose. Passion and purpose. Passion is the fuel. Purpose is the vehicle. Passion is the fuel. Purpose is the vehicle. Purpose is the reason why you exist. It's your personal life mission. You fuel fuel your purpose with your passion. When you understand what you're passionate about and what you would do, regardless of whether you got paid for it or not, the utmost joy, that thing that continues to push you forward, regardless of the situation that you're in, the thing that you cannot separate yourself from, you're always constantly thinking about it, you plug that into your purpose, Your purpose is basically your mission, and there you have a working, functioning vehicle. If you all have any questions or you'd like to run by some ideas, have a sounding board, a person that you can speak to and have me go over some of your ideas and possibly give you some tools and resources to push your business. I welcome you all to contact me. Once again, it's www.TheEnterpriseCoach.org. I'm on Twitter at Coach Kenyatta. I'm also on Facebook at The Enterprise Coach, as well as LinkedIn via Coach Kenyatta. So we only have a few more seconds left, so I just wanted to say thank you so much for everyone that was able to join in today. I hope you all learned something and were able to gather something from this um, from this live coaching session. And I wanted to leave you with this one thought. Remember, in order to lead an enterprising life, you have to step outside of what you would normally do in order to embrace the experience of something new, a bold, new you. Remember, boldly go where no you has gone before. Thank you so much for calling in. I wish you all much blessings and success in all that you set out to accomplish.